Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth graders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to What I'm Back In, why our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my News Corp racing journalist colleague, Matt Jones. And you, of course, know him from news.com.au. And pro punter Brad Horse Miller. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, good, Tim. Yeah, good day, Tim. All right, today we've got $100 on a number of races to have a bet on. We're going to do quaddies, of course, at Rose Hill and Caulfield, and we'll have our best bet of the day. All right, gentlemen, $100 from Blue Bet. Uh, each of you have three races. We'll all do two, and then we'll spin off and do one extra at Caulfield for you, Brad, and one at Rose Hill for you, Matty. Let's start, though, collectively, Caulfield Race 5, the Kevin Heffernan Stakes. Brad? Yeah, pretty keen on uh, this um, mare from Newcastle. She's undefeated, um, number eight, Norwegian Bliss. She's seven from seven, handles all conditions, um, but I think she actually goes better on top of the ground, which she'll get here. Um, and for a man who races on the speed, she handles all tempos. It doesn't matter if they go fast or slow. Um, she can sprint home or she can grind it out. Her rating profile suggests to me that she's going to run a career peak here second up. She got around Caulfield well on a track gallop on Tuesday and Blake Shin jumps in the saddle. So I'm very keen on her. Uh, they shopped $6 all in. There was $4.40 still available when I tweeted it out on Tuesday um, and she's been off the map final field I'm expecting her to be winning so um, she's the one I'm really keen on the, the danger seven literary magnate she's she's improved this prep she's absolutely flying but I do think she's better on soft track so she'll be hoping that potential rain on the day does arrive um, and the one streets of Avalon, who's, you know, a multiple group one winner at Caulfield. I've just about had enough of him, but um, if he's at his best, he'll give this a shake and back on a firmer track is going to be the key for him. But I'm really keen on this eight Norwegian Bliss. I'm going to have $100 a win on her. Yeah, Jerry Harvey owned Norwegian Bliss and he's had quite a spring, Jerry, uh, with the, the taking over of Alligator Blood and uh, Norwegian Bliss. Yeah, what a winner. Just a winner. And uh, that's where my $100 is going for Blue Bet, $2.35 at the moment. Matty? Yeah, pretty keen on Norwegian Bliss here. Um, the horse is undefeated, seven from seven. Um, obviously, maps well in this race too. When I talked to the trainer, Nathan Doyle, he said the horse was too good for the provincial championships. Now, it's a $500,000 final. So, they obviously got a huge opinion of her. Um Will she handle Caulfield? That's always a big question mark when a Sydney horse first goes there for the first time. But she had a track out there the other day and looked very, very good. Um, she's so well placed here um, and she should be winning with a good map. Literary Magnate um, says it comes from 10th to run second last start. But you've got to remember that, that that field was very bunched and she was only a couple of lengths off the lead going to the home turn anyway. And the, the winner kicked and won, and she sort of went over the field with the rest of them. So I'm, I'm a bit iffy about that run. Um, Poland doesn't win out of turn, but 
did get beat by Handy one last start, and then there was a fair margin back to third. I think we've just got to be with the favourite here, Norwegian Bliss. Um, she sh- she should just be winning again, staying undefeated. So I have my $100 win on Norwegian Bliss. What about Caulfield Race 7, the Zipping Classic, Brad? Yeah, I was with um, without a fight here, but it's been scratched. So it's kind of left me um, a little bit all over the shop. I'm finding the race really difficult now. Uh, the one down to Claire ran well in the Caulfield Cup. Good track's the key for him. Um this is probably the most winnable race he's seen in a while. So he'll get his chance. I think the three sound, 10 years old, he's going for a remarkable third consecutive win in this race. Um, and if he hadn't run in the Sandown Cup the year prior, who knows, he could have been going for the four and trying to emulate zipping himself. He SP $20 to win last year. I think he goes well enough to give it a shake again this year. Gets a three and a half kilo swing on Luntzies for a one length margin um, behind Sulcombe at Flemington. And he charged all the way to the line there. Um, the gate doesn't help him, but, um, you know, why can't he do it again? He's flying and he's a good price around that double figure mark with um, Bluebet. The four person, if they push forward and force the tempo, he'll stay all day. and He's a winning chance. If they go slow, he might just be out sprinted. Eight Desert Icon for Chris Waller. Gets the gun right on speed, um, which I think is critical. Just went too quick on the heavy in the Mooney Valley Cup behind Francesco Gardi. Um, back on top of the ground. And if he can get an easy time of it in front, which Craig Williams can do, and then kick from the corner, I think he's the one to beat. Um, I liked the run at Caulfield prior when he was close up behind Saracen Knight. He was giving away four kilos that day. And the nine Luntzies... He's the one I wanted to be with when I was doing the replays. Uh, and then I looked at the weights and he he has the turn of foot, which is going to be useful here, um, which Persan sort of doesn't have. Um, but as I mentioned, he does meet those others worse off at the weights, meets um, sound three and a half kilos worse and uh, jumps from 54 to 59 kilos. That's the knock for him. Um, so if you twisted my arm in the race and forced me to have a bet, which you're going to do, Tim, I know, I'll make it $60 a win on Desert Icon, number eight, and I'll have $40 a win on number three, Sound. Yeah, and look, Luncey's, I know about this weight thing, but out of the four, Lee's shin combination, place last start at Flemington, has two placings from four runs as prep. I think Luncey's is right here, $4.40. I'm going to have the 100 from Blue Bet. Uh, at $4.40 on Luntzi's number nine for a Nova Castrian victory, which didn't happen very often for their male rugby league team last season, Matty. Yeah, the Zipping Classic. Um, Luntzi's another horse that got beaten by a horse that was very good last start and could be anything. I think Luntzi's is a very good 2,400-metre horse too. Not sure about it staying two miles, but 3,200 metres is right up its alley. Um, Valen Declare is racing really, really well. Uh, as we know, will stay the trip, definitely, and loves a dry track. And class is not an issue, being a Melbourne Cup winner. Um, Sound, now trying to win this race for the third time, which would be some achievement. I think Sound likes small fields too. Um, just one of those horses that can can really race well when there's not, not that much difference between first and last on the home turn. Um, and Kukachara, dry tracker, does rise in grade, I get that, but he's starting to find some form 
and I think might be just a, a smoky in the field. But I, I think Luncey's well-placed to win this, um, particularly given its form. So I'll have my $100 a win on Luncey. Which way are you going to go with Rose Hill Race 8, this Festival Stakes, Matt? Yeah, the Festival Stakes. Um, I like Cole Crusher. I think the horse has a bit of X factor. Um, they're trying to extend its speed from 1,300 metres to 1,500 metres. And if it does, tick that box, it goes on to the Ingham, which was the old Villiers Stakes, over 1,600 metres at Randwick next month. And that's worth $2 million these days. So this is a good test for Cold Crusher. And the 1,500 metres at Rose Hill is a soft 1,500 metres. So perfectly set up to race very well here. And they, he avoids all those... Uh, Gong horses that raced over a mile last week. Most of them won't be backing up here, so very well placed. Sunshine Rising, um, Hong Kong horse, ex-Hong Kong horse, hasn't raced in a long, long time, but did run within three lengths of Golden 60 last time it started, um, January 2021. That form is good enough to smash this field, um, but again, been off the scene for a long time. The Mark Newham, I talked to my Mark Newham during the week and he has assured me that the horse is fit enough to um, run the 1,500 metres fresh and the barrier trial showed that he looked in fine, fine form. Lock Eagle, can't get that first up win out of my head. I know it was on a sort of a softer track, but he found a bit of form last start in a good race in Newcastle. And Kiss, um, forget the Melbourne run, absolutely forget it. Just put a pen through it. This horse, again, another little X-Factor horse who um, has shown plenty. But I just think Cole Crusher will be in this race for a long time. And if he doesn't win, he'll still run a hole, I think. And I think he's about $3 the place on Bluebet. So um, I'll have $50 each way on Cole Crusher. And uh, good four at Caulfield tomorrow. What about race eight, Sandown Guineas, Brad? Yeah, group two over the 1,600. Um, I'm going with one that'll settle forward in the run and one that'll likely sort of settle midfield. Um, I think both of my runners uh, are on the up, whereas some of these have been up for a while or had their grand finals already. So the first of those is uh, the filly, number 13, See You in Heaven. Um, she kept sp- she was kept to the sprinting trips previously, um, but raced this prep like she wants this 1,600-metre trip. She was a bit unlucky at 1,400 last time. She was held up at a key stage and surged through the line. Um, she was giving away three kilos to the first two home there, now drops 59 down to 55 here against the boys. Um, that race rated well. And she's primed to run a, a new career peak here, fourth up for me. Uh, drawn wide, but three wide with cover midfield on the back of something that'll take her into race would be ideal. So I'm going to have $80 a win on her. Um, and the other one I'm giving a chance to is the 12 holy mans for Marin used just around the double figures with Bluebet. Um, he's a three-year-old Almanzor. Uh, gelding, uh, and he's the fresh blood in the race. Big debut, debut win at, Corf, at uh, Horsham, sorry. Then the leader just went too slow, but he closed well with a big gap to third. He wants every bit of the 1,600 and can take up a four position, which is handy at Caulfield. Um, he does need to elevate his ratings again, which is the knock on him, but I think he has the scope to do it getting to this trip. Uh, worked alongside the fortune teller, uh, the stable mate at Caulfield on Tuesday, and I thought he went the better of those two. Um, so I'm going to have $20 a win on him as well. Um, the other winning chance I thought in the race was the three fortune teller. Uh, 
he's an obvious hope. Um, comes to a strong form references uh, through the, the Guineas and um, the Carbine Club. And uh, his, his rating certainly suggests a, a race like this is very winnable for him. I would have been all over a horse called Elkington Road if he was here. Um, through that Carbine Club, so I do have to respect him. Um, but I'm going to have 80 a win on See You in Heaven, 20 a win on Holy Man's. Alrighty. Okay, let's do our quaddies up next. Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. All right, first leg of the quaddy in Melbourne, uh, Brad, is race six, the Lamaro's Hotel Eclipse Stakes. Yeah, so we've got the one Grand Slam, usually peaks third up, but uh, first up rating suggests he's going well enough to win a race like this on a good track second up. The six Keats is flying for the new stable, uh, gets on speed, wet to firm, but good tracks haven't been a problem for him in the past. His ratings are good enough, uh, especially with no weight. Nine French Emperor, He's flying as well, just keeps improving his rating every, ting- every single time he steps out. Um, he just, they raise the bar and he, and he jumps it. 1800 is perfect for him now. And the four, Cyrileo Miss, um, she's holding at a high level this prep. She's probably better suited 2000 back to 1800, so I like that for her. Um, she's another winning chance. So with the market here, 169 and four. Uh, Maddie, race seven is over 2000 metres, first leg of the quaddy at Rose Hill. Yeah, first leg of the Quaddy in Sydney. Um, tough race, the ATC Cup to find a winner. But I like Steely down in the weights. Um, only carrying 53 kilos in fine form. Um, I think that might be the difference. And it might just beat Long Villiers, who charged home last start and has James McDonald under him now. Also, Ron, Ron Dino really flew home and hit the line very well to win last start and is... Searching for three in a row. Gets in here well at the weights too. And Dr. Drill, the old campaigner, top weight. I just think there's a win in him at some point. So don't rule him out. So my quality number is going to be 1, 5, 14, 15. All right. Second leg is this Zipping Classic in Melbourne, Brad? Yeah, so we, we've sort of talked about this one. So I like the um, – well, I don't like it, but I'm going to put it in. The one Vow Declare, the three Sound, which I think is a good hope at double figures. Uh, the four person, eight desert icon will get on speed and give them something to run down. And the nine Luntzies who can, you know, stalk that speed and just needs to overcome that weight differential. So one, three, four, eight and nine. Yeah, it's an open race, the uh, second leg of the Quaddy in Sydney. It's the Group 3 Festival Stakes over 1,500 metres. Yeah, the second leg, we've mentioned the Festival Stakes already, so we'll be brief and... Uh, obviously, like Coal Crusher from Sunshine Rising, 
Lock Eagle and Kiss Sum. So the numbers there will be 1, 7, 10, 15. All right. Third leg of the quaddy in Melbourne is the Sandown Guineas, Brett. Yeah, pretty keen on the 13. See you in heaven. Um, giving a good hope to the 12 Manzor. And we have to put in the three, the fortune teller, the stable mate, um, who I think can run well. So 13, 12 and three. Over 1,100 metres, third leg of the quaddy, race nine in Sydney. Uh, yeah, the Starlight Stakes is another very open race. Um, I'm going to back Mr Mosaic based on the first up record. We haven't had a barrier trial from that horse, but I trust the stable on its home track. Um, going very, very well from... Uh, Dragonstone, the flashing light was on late in the wire last start and as soon as the horse ran second that day at Kemble Grange, its trainer Mark Newnham said we're going to the starlight the week later so this has always been a plan um, and I think it will run very well, just has to give them ground, that's the problem, it always gives them ground, sorry it ran third last start in the wire, um, correct me it, but it flashed over the line um, with the other place getters. Um, Kalos as well, racing very well. I have to put it in my numbers. So I'll just go a little skinny here and go 5, 8, 11 for the third leg. Final leg of the quaddy in Melbourne is this Group 3 over 1,600 metres. And uh, I know that Chris Waller has uh, a big view of uh, this four-year-old mare, Roots, Brad. Yeah, she's absolutely flying, isn't she? Um, thought she was very good giving away weight to a handy filly last time. Um, yeah, she's clearly the one to beat for me. I've got her on top, number eight, Roots. Nine, another award uh, at a big price. She's around that sort of $26 mark with Bluebet. She's ridden upside down at Flemington, but right on the line, she's coming back again at the 1400. So stepping to 1600 could work here. Um, if they don't go too quick, uh, she seems a massive price. She's probably best ridden a bit colder and back on top of the ground, you know, if they go slow, she can charge home over the top of them. So I'm keen to put her in at a, at a good price. Number three, My Whisper, was good in the Empire Rose from back. She has the fresh legs and Mark Zara jumps on from the better draw this time. She can win. And the seven, Torogene, needs to raise the bar again on her ratings, but she's a winner. Um, I think she's four from five and can settle on the speed and just seems to do enough with, it, with something in hand um, as she crosses the line. So... I think she might drift, but I am respecting her and I'm going to put her in. So we've got eight, nine, three and seven. It's a benchmark 78, final leg of the Quaddy in Sydney race, 10 Rose Hill Gardens. It's again around 5, 5.50 the field. Democracy Manifest is starts really wide, is at $5.50 with Bluebet. Um, Matty, which way are you going? Yeah, last leg of the Quaddy, it doesn't get any easier. Um Democracy Manifest will be, run very well, but he's got a wide barrier. He'll be flashing late. He could graduate to be a Saturday City winner. He will at some point, uh, just whether Saturday is the day or not. Um, I like short shorts as well. Forget last run where everything went wrong. It got turned sideways out of the barrier. Um, yeah, nothing went right. Think of the start before at Rose Hill when it skipped clear and won very easily. Um, ton of grit has to be in there too and Akasawa charged home to win at Canterbury last start to prove he was a city class horse so my numbers for the last league are going to be 3, 7, 10, 15 Alright, when we're back we've got our best bet of the day 
If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. So, Brad, where's your best bet for tomorrow's racing, of course? Yeah, it's one that we discussed earlier, Caulfield Race 5, number 8, Norwegian Bliss for me. Um, just gets a lot of favours here. Uh, she's a winner. She can settle on speed. If they go you know, really quick, she can, she can settle just off them. She's versatile, handles all tempos and track conditions. And um, I just think she's going to be terribly hard to beat. So I'm very keen, made her my best bet, race five, number eight, Norwegian Bliss. I'm hopefully getting us off to a reasonable start at Rose Hill Gardens. Race two, I know Matthew Smith uh, really likes Colour Sergeant. Uh, James McDonald on board, $2.20 with Blue Bet. But um, looks right to get this job done here. Matty, you? All right, yeah, my best bet's going to be at Rose Hill. I'm going to give you a little bit of value here on Blue Bet. $6, Dehorn Unicorn, race five. Um, the horse was hampered by wet tracks last prep, so ignore a bit of that form. Joe Pride says um, he can't wait can't wait to get this horse on a dry track and the barrier trials were sensational draws barrier three i think six dollars is a good price so my best bet is race five number 10 the horn unicorn that's it for what i'm backing and why make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen a big thank you to our sponsors maddie Blue Bet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. That is our last show of the year. We've had a lot of fun. We're going to be back for the Magic Millions. Gentlemen, it's been really good. We've found some winners and uh, have a great Christmas and we'll be back in a few weeks. See you later, guys. Have a good Christmas and a good holiday and we'll see you for Magic Millions. Good on you guys. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience Podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience Podcast on your favorite podcast app.